fabulous friends. Buckle up and get set for a ride taking my broken and turning it into beautiful. We discuss all of that right here on Tragic to Magic with your host, Marnie. Our vibe, never let anyone dull your sparkle. Never give up. So, if you're ready for raw, real stories of strength and transformation, you're in the right place. Welcome to our podcast, where we always keep it sparkling. Hey, Tragic to Magic fam. How are all you fabulous people doing? Thank you, as always, from the bottom of my heart for everybody that has been listening, people that have been writing me, telling me, oh my gosh, your episodes are so fun. And I have to tell you, I am having the best time doing this. So for anybody is that is turning, tuning in for the first time, my name is Marnie, and this is my podcast, Tragic to Magic, and every Friday I do do um, an episode called Marnie Knows Best. I say that not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. No, I write articles for Newsweek opinion experts. So they give me different situations for family, parenting, relationships, what should I do? So each week I'm going to take a situation that was written in and write, read to you what I wrote and explain why I wrote this. And again, I always say my situations that I write about are different than the situations you encounter, but the feelings and the circumstances around family members are pretty much the same and universal. So this was a story written by Maria Volpe, awesome, awesome writer for Newsweek. She writes Side note, all the amazing articles for our fur babies and cats and rescues. And because of that, people have actually let her know when she's written about rescue situation and when they do rescue these babies, they write her. So she's an angel and an angel to me for allowing me to do this. So this was an article sent to me. Mother-in-laws can be very hard to deal with, especially when they're jealous of you or when they start to intrude in your marriage. That's why a woman who thought her mother-in-law's snooping around her bedroom planned a trap and caught her in the act and in the internet is backing her up. There was a post on Reddit saying that um, since her mother-in-law had moved in with her and her husband a few weeks ago, she started noticing things around the bedroom being moved around and even though never saw anything taken or damaged, she just didn't feel right about it. Good for her with her instincts. When she told her concerns to her husband, he got defensive and said mom would never. Okay. So in order to prove her hunch, gut instinct, go for you go girl, she decided to set a trap and catch her. Since she couldn't set up a webcam in her bedroom, she threw a fake positive pregnancy test in the trash can near the wardrobe just to see what the mother-in-law's reaction would be, and her gut feeling wasn't wrong at all. She said, literally, the next day after I got to work, I got tons of calls and texts from my in-laws congratulating me for my pregnancy. My husband came over to my workplace and was all worked up about asking, since when was I pregnant and why didn't I tell him? 
So there was a survey, a survey by Pew Research, and it shows overall 55% of American adults live within an hour's drive of at least some of their extended family members, while 28% of them live near or most of their extended family, and 27% live near some extended family. Marnie Goldman, that's me, empowerment coach and author of True to Myself, Peace Love Marnie, which you can find on Amazon, Peace, love, Marnie, true to myself. I told Newsweek, if there's one game in life a woman will never win, it's the game of the mother-in-law. It is exhausting. It is excruciating trying to prove yourself and explain yourself over and over. And then your husband gets upset with you, who's supposed to have your back and protect you. Now he's playing the victim for you reacting. This is like an emotional tug of war. According to Goldman, that's me, the mother-in-law sounds like a very, very rude, disrespectful woman who is projecting all of her negative energy onto you. Literally, this is somebody disrespecting every boundary you have. Not only should the mother-in-law not feel hurt, she's lucky she was able to stay there in the first place. Communication is so crucial in a relationship. Had this been a healthy marriage, they would have communicated each other's concerns. She added, I added, that this relationship has toxic written all over it. I mean, graffiti written all over it. While in truth, marriage is supposed to be a partnership with trust and loyalty, and her husband needs to heal his mommy issues. The original poster said of the incident, I asked how he found out, and he said his mom found the positive test in the trash can in the bedroom. I asked if his answer just confirmed that she'd been snooping in the bedroom all along. He had a realization for a moment, but demanded we stick to the bigger issue. I say there is no bigger issue because the positive test was, I mean, the test was fake positive, And this whole thing just proved your mom's a friggin' snooper. I just added in friggin'. Um, he was not convinced, and he actually made me take a pregnancy test right in front of him and was livid I would lie about such a thing and break his mom's heart. Uh, okay, gaslighting and per is all over the place here. One user said, um, according to, um, a, by ordering a lock on the door and kicking out the mother-in-law seems easier, but there are so many red flags here with the son, with your husband and his mom. He's never going to protect you. So just there are two ways you can look at it. You can accept it and realize no matter what you say, mommy's always going to come first. You can try possibly going to therapy if this is you in a situation. It's very unfortunate. And when I wrote about it being exhausting is I had a mother-in-law that I always knew did not like me. I had told, I told my husband at the time she doesn't like me. He thought I was ridiculous. We were on a cruise and she snapped, went crazy on me. I mean, I thought she was going to kill me. Her face was bright red for five minutes screaming at me. And if there had been a knife or scissors, she would have potentially harmed me. So when it comes to the mother-in-law game, I just threw my white towel in. And I realized I have to pick and choose my battles. It's my husband's mother. I don't have to like it. I don't have to agree with it. But the good overweighs the bad. I don't want to hear him talking to his mother. I will never be around his mother. But that's something that took 20-something years to work at. I used to 
allow and tolerate her disrespect. My husband at the time allowed his mother to bash me. It's where boundaries come in. The minute somebody starts to talk about your significant other and you go, whoa, Nellie, slow down. Do not do that. They won't do it. But if you allow it, then you're already now not respected. Your husband is not protecting you. He's allowing his mother to poison his mind and you will never win. So possibly you can limit, tell the mother-in-law to leave. Tell your husband it's either our marriage or the mother-in-law. You need to salvage what you have left. And if she's the poison, if she's this cancerous tumor within your life, you got to get rid of her. And if your husband's going to become combative and protect her, you're going to have a lifetime of that. What happens when you really do have a baby? This is what you're in for. So... Personally, the red flags are there. I hope that you could take these red flags and work on it, possibly with a marriage therapist. But this is just a situation that I experienced. My husband at one time allowed anybody to talk about me without telling them to shut the F up. So when they were around me, they were rude. And I would look at my husband and be like, why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you protecting me? They're like, well, we've talked about you since the beginning and no one ever told us to stop. So it's okay that we talk about you and how ditzy you are and how flaky you are and how could someone be married to me and blah, blah, blah. You don't, you're just as guilty, honestly, for listening sometimes than if you are talking. So until I had to explain after a divorce and a lot of reconciliation that don't allow anybody to talk about somebody you love, your significant other, your spouse, because in this situation here, the mother has probably always bashed the wife, probably has never liked her clearly if she's snooping and the girl said, please don't come in my room and she didn't care. So she has no respect for your boundaries because nobody ever implemented them and Put up that boundary bubble I love talking about. So when you guys see this red flag, don't turn it pink. The red flag is there. Your husband is showing you he's a mama's boy and has not cut the cord yet. When he's ready to cut the cord and put you first or communicate and put you on that pedestal and not let anyone upset his queen, that's what all women are deserving of. You shouldn't have to say, why didn't you protect me? Why didn't you do this? And then to be upset, how could you talk about my mother like that? I lived it and it sucks. So I had to pick and choose my battles and there were much bigger ones. I'm not going to say deep down sometimes I don't resent that my husband works with people that can't stand me or his mother that can't stand me and talks to people that can't stand me. But I live in our world and I try every day not to let outer distractions but I also measure if the good outweighs the bad. And in my instance, right now in my relationship, the good overwhelms the bad because I've learned how to communicate. There's not healthy communication that was going on in this scenario. A man demanding you take a pregnancy test because he doesn't believe you. If there's no trust, there is no relationship. So this I, I pray that you guys have peace and found resolution, but if any of you have these similar circumstances when you tell some your significant other something and they're like, we don't believe you, I don't believe you, do this, demanding you to do that, that's, that's not acceptable, that's not tolerable. You could say very nicely, if you talk, like, if you talk to me like that one more time, I'm done, I'm leaving. We 
nobody on this planet deserves to talk to us or treat us without the love and respect we are worthy and deserve, deserving of. So I hope that gave you guys some insight on this article, why I gave the opinion I did. I hope that nobody... I want you guys to love yourself so much that you look and you think, how could I have ever let somebody talk to me like that? How could, have I have, how could I have ever let anybody belittle me like that? What was I thinking? So each day you grow more and more to love yourself, your standards, your priorities, your self-acceptance, what you allow, everything goes up. You will be so surprised when you see that when you kick out the people that bring out the stressed in you and not the best in you. And I hope everybody has a fabulous weekend. I love doing this. This is an every Friday very cool thing, Marnie Knows Best, Newsweek edition. Sending you guys so much love, so much peace. Until next time. There you have it. Another episode of Tragic to Magic coming to a close. But remember, the magic doesn't end here. Keep shining, keep pushing, and remember no one, and I mean no one, has the power to dull your sparkle. It's your light, your strength, your magic. Thank you for being part of the Tragic to Magic fam. You can listen on all podcast platforms. Don't forget to check out our website, peacelovemarnie.com. Until next time, stay strong, stay sparkly. Much love and peace. Thank you.